In the words of Jimmy Eat World, don't worry where we end up. And this is the Fat Man Chronicles. Across from me is my beautiful wife, Gretchen. She's back. The crowd goes wild. (laughs) And we are just a regular couple on a journey with you to health, fitness, weight loss, and a better life. I haven't had to say that for like 32 episodes. (laughs) How's it going? Did you almost forget it? (laughs) I did. I did. How are you doing? I'm good. I mean, we haven't talked in like six months. (laughs) It's been forever. (laughs) It's crazy. What's been, what have you been up to the last six months? <laughs> a lot of running. Complain, I, a lot of complaining. A lot of complaining. When, a, when you do a lot of running, there's a lot of complaining. That's why I don't run. That's why I don't run. <laughs> that's, that's the one reason right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, how do you want to do this? Do you want to just kind of give a lay of the land? I mean, do we have specific views for the couch? Have you been saving some juicy (laughs) morsel for us? I mean, there's a lot going on in the real housewives world. Um, You know, I've been slowly catching up on prior seasons since we don't have the live TV. I have to wait like, you know, an animal for... I mean, you do have a birthday coming up. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to have live TV for my birthday. Um, So, yeah. So I've been catching up on The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City season two because season three is about to come out in like a week. And true to Housewives forums, we had another arrest. Um, This one was for a Ponzi scheme. And the season, I'm not through the season yet, but I've been basically, you know, she's been talking about how she's innocent. She had nothing to do with this. This wasn't her. And then like a week ago, she pled guilty to all charges. So it's like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So there's that. And then I'm a week behind on my Beverly Hills, which is supposed to be this explosive episode with Kathy Hilton. And she like threatens everyone. And I thought she was the nice Hilton. I thought she was the sane Hilton. Um, Apparently not, huh? Yeah. Or the. Yeah. So, yeah. So she's, um, you know, she's. So I have to watch that episode. But work has been work and. I've been traveling and yeah, you've uh, been a globetrotter. I've been a globetrotter. We went to Alpharetta. You went as well for that one for that work trip, and then I went to Manila for a week, and then I went to Myrtle Beach this past weekend with some friends for a girl for a friend our friend's fiftieth uh, birthday party. So. Not a work related travel. That one was not work related. You got your party on. Yeah, but I was so tired from Manila still that. I was like, I was feeling like the old woman on the, it was like 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, all right, ready for bed. (laughs) 
So no, but, I mean, yeah. that's no different than home. So very true, very true. So yeah, so that's uh, that's basically what I've been doing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been mostly work for you as kind of per usual. Yep. And we're doing so we do, I do mostly me the sight words with Michaela yeah. and one of them is work and to remember it <laughs> I sometimes we like we use sentences and she says what does she say she says work mama works too much there we go <laughs> so it's uh but I, I think but does does everyone know that I'm no longer working from the couch I I don't know if we've really talked about this I, I don't know if I've talked about it so I mean why don't we I this, mean, this, these are not views from the couch anymore. No, it's, it's views from the office chair. It's views from the office chair. Yes. I. Uh, so last year during we do 360 reviews. And so you ask peers to review you and so forth and say how you've been doing. And um, every, you know, very positive feedback from everyone that reviewed me. But there was one one thing that's like stood out since it and one person and I don't know who it was but someone said that they thought that I should not work from the couch anymore that they could see and it looks unprofessional I'm not sure why they called me <laughs> but that I just I just went ahead and answered the call <laughs> so it's your fault so and I always like I mean I've been saying it for years <laughs> but like whenever I would take a video call I would always like sit up and like it's not like I was laying down or I was always very like upright and you know I tried to make it seem like I really wasn't but you could see the back of the couch right well do you think they listen to the podcast and oh, knew? maybe they knew maybe they knew so yeah oh, it was Kevin it was, <laughs> it was probably it was the CEO <laughs> it was probably Kevin yes it was the CEO that reviewed and said Gretchen it's time for you to get off so which is kind of funny you say that because I was on like so then I we made the decision plus our couch was you know, it wasn't surviving me working, sitting on it for 20 hours a day. And so we made the decision to buy a new couch. And with that, I had to not work from it anymore. Well, and I came up with like, a, hey, we could make your office upstairs versus downstairs, right. which is easier for you. Yep. Not going up and downstairs all day. and Well, and it's like sometimes when you're in the basement, you kind of just feel like detached from everyone, right? And so, you know, we changed the our living room, our front room, formal living room into our dining room. And then we changed our dining room into my office now. And we bought a beautiful desk and I got a new chair. And yeah, do you remember the name of that place? I don't. Uh, Wood, Wood Cyclery? No. No? Oh, no. Okay. We'll have, to look, we'll have to put in the show notes. Do you still do show notes? I, I do, but they're super abbreviated. <laughs> um, so anyway, so yeah. So, we, so now I'm sitting. So I was on, I get on a conference call with Kevin and so it's Kevin and our CFO and our mar chief marketing person and Kevin goes Gretchen I haven't seen you so long he's like wait a minute where are you sitting <laughs> and I'm like I'm in a chair I'm in a big girl office now Kevin and he's just like wow <laughs> because it was kind of a it was just known that I worked from my couch for seven years and I was really close on the name by the way 
Oh, really? It's what? the wood cycle. Oh, it is the wood cycle. Okay. So it's the wood cycle. It's in Oregon, Wisconsin. Yeah. And what they and what the guy does, the family does, mm-hmm. is they get these large trees, downed trees usually. Yep. They'll either come and cut them down because the people want them gone or they'll have come down in a storm or what have you. Yep. This one came down in a storm, he said. Yep. And he goes and gets them and then crafts these live edge tables and desks and chairs, chairs and, and bookshelves and, and lamps he made a la- he dining made room lamps. tables yeah, and like anything any piece of furniture unbelievable stuff it yeah. was so cool we saw that at the art fair the at, wine and artwork at the arboretum Martin yeah. arboretum and we've Ro- seen him before yeah for, you know the last few years but and we've always said oh it'd be so cool to have something in and i you know, we never really had a need for it. And I had a desk on order um, that I liked. I wasn't in love with it, but I liked it. And But it was back ordered. And it, it was supposed to come maybe at the end of August. Well, this this was in the middle of August, you know, second week of August that we went. And he's like, I'll deliver it today. We're like, oh, okay. Right. I mean, it was significant. It was more money, but it's, you know, a unique piece of furniture. You know, there's no other piece that's like it. So. I honestly could see it becoming family heirloomy. Yeah. Right. Like it's got that kind of character to it. Yeah. So I've post, I think we've, you've yeah, we post- posted, I posted a picture. of it. Uh, so if you're friends with Gretchen on Facebook, you've probably either seen it or could see it. Yeah. There was, Michaela was in the picture. So most of the time people see those. Shocking. I know. So, yeah. So, but so that's like the big, like, yeah, not no views from the couch, views from the office chair now. And you have like two different devices that you watch TV from. I do. So we bought um, an a uh, fire, an echo. Um, oh. No, it's not a fire. It's an it's echo device, an echo device that has a screen and it follows you and it follows you if you let it. Um, but you can only you can only watch certain um you can, it's not a fire device so you can't do all the apps you can only watch netflix and prime and hulu so then i have my second computer that i use for work at times but i do stream from that computer um my peacock shows because i can't get that on the echo device so you hear that people that work <laughs> at amazon i know Let's it's really annoying this. It's like you can get it on the Fire TV. You can download all these apps on the Fire TV, but on the on these on the Echo devices, they're not. They haven't opened up the platform yet. So they just don't understand how important watching TV is to a good work environment. It really is. It really is. <laughs> well, and other than that, I mean, you've been super supportive for me. Yes, the and, real reason we need to talk. And well, no, I mean, it. You've been super supportive during the process. I mean, I'm sure. When they pulled me from the half marathon, you weren't thrilled with all my life choices, but um, yeah, that was that was not um, a good email to get or text message to get because you know you're not many weeks out from Chicago and the half was supposed to be you know yeah I mean and I don't know maybe it was the heat that day that gave the migraine I don't know why the migraine came it just Mm -hmm. did and. So be it. I mean, it's the second time it's happened in a race, which is concerning. Yep. So hopefully I've got that conquered at at this point, but we'll we'll find out. So the, but I have a lot of long runs. So, I mean, you just kind of, 
and some of those long runs like the 20 miler just knock me out right yeah. so it's it's hard this last week was good overall better weather i still struggle a little bit on my 14 but i got all the miles in right so i mean when yeah, i when i look at it mm-hmm. i had to kind of reframe because i had to change around my schedule because of you being out of town right i had to adjust right to and my mom wasn't around. So yeah. like the there's limited people to watch Michaela and I don't I'm like I'm not looking to pay a babysitter <laughs> 50 bucks so I can go run. Like that's right. just not going to happen. And I'm sure there's a family member we could have asked, but it, that's coordinating and it's just too much. Right. So the two typical ways are either you're with her, mm-hmm. which is most of the time, or my mom will typically watch her because my mom's typically around during right. this time of year. Right. She happened to be taking a break with her sisters. Yep. Gambling their lives away in Vegas. <laughs> you know, they saw Diana Ross. Oh, cool. While they were there. That's awesome. Yeah. I was super jealous. I'm yeah. like, that's pretty cool. That's really cool. Uh, so anyway, I had to change my long run to Friday. So that meant that on Sunday I did 20 in that heat. Right. And although the weather was great by the time it was 14 miles, for me, it was a big seven-day span. So in the course of Sunday to Friday, so six-day span, Mm -hmm. I guess, and maybe count the Saturday before, I had run six out of seven days right? and 52 miles. So although my calendar said I never ran more than 38 or something like that miles in a week, I ran 52 in that stretch. Yeah, I was tired. Yeah, you when I asked you how your run was, you said it's done and that's all I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, because I was expecting much more and I started out and I felt decent mm-hmm. but weak. Like I just felt fatigued. Yeah. But I kept telling myself, you'll be fine. Like just keep going. You'll be fine. Like the weather's great. You'll be fine. <laughs> and I did my nutrition and it was okay until I took... I had tried a new flavor of the, so the humid gels I've done really well with overall. What I don't do well with apparently is their Huma or Huma, however you say it. I think it's Huma Plus, oh, which right. is the ones with more electrolytes. With, yeah. For whatever reason, that one, my I like cramp up, like my oh. stomach cramps. So the I thought it was the flavor of the last one that I tried, that blackberry banana. Yeah. But this one was lemons and limes. And immediately I was like, oh, that doesn't, that's not good. Okay. So it it kind of cramped up, but I kept going, walked a little more than I wanted to. My, my pace came way slower than I in, had intended, but it was still like faster than the 20. And I felt like, okay... I'm going to get a break here because now it's going to be taper time, like really taper. Right. Yeah. This was the start of the taper, but you don't just go from, you know, 38 miles or whatever to 10 or something. Right? Like <laughs> You step down. And yeah. So this week, the weather has stayed nice. Mm-hmm. On Sunday, though, I had a run and that was another difficult one. Like I, I thought about running while she was, while Michaela was at religious ad right but the weather downtown was kind of iffy plus there was other stuff going on there was a race there was a game there was There's a lot. there was a lot going on and i'm like you know what i'll just do it later when she's at tennis and that was a difficult run i think it's just because it was so late at, yeah you know, late in the, the day. day 
And then I went on a run this morning and I was like, wow, this is what, this is why <laughs> I enjoy it. Like I had to slow myself down. The weather was perfect and I just felt good finally. So that was nice. I mean, I'll take that. Right. right. So now I've got an eight miler is, you know, this week as the long run and then just kind of tapering into Chicago <laughs> and weather looks decent. I'm starting to get honed in on like exactly what I want for, you know, my nutrition. I've tried to order it. Stuff was out of stock. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. So tomorrow I'll make a drive uh, over to Dick Pond Athletics, the original the original um, running shoe store. And I'll try to pick up whatever they have and, I ordered something online. Just in case. Yep. We'll see if I get it. Don't get it. I have no idea. I might have to drive to Wisconsin to get it. (laughs) I'm like, okay. But um, so yeah, that's been that. And then the other part of it was when I did the 14, I used my vest for the first time. Yeah, how'd that work? It was okay. But so here's the problem. The way that the rule reads is that you can't have... Camelback, like they call out a name brand, <laughs> which I'm not even sure Camelback's the leader in this space anymore. But they yeah. call out Camelback and say, you can't have Camelback or other hydration vests. And, you know, they basically say, you know, for clarity, you can run with like a handheld bottle or a belt, mm-hmm. but the bottles need to be empty. So, like, I'm like, okay. I guess we're filling those. We've got gels. Like I, I get safety and believe me, I understand after Boston, we need to be right. And and what goes on in this world, we need to be ultimately safe. Right. Running events just aren't set up to be real secure though. Yeah. Given what we need, like we've right. got gels and we have powders and yeah. you have liquids. Like these are the things you need yeah. in the back of the pack. Right. 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 And that's where I am. So it's, it's very interesting how they've got it set up and how it's worded and because it's worded in a, in a way like that makes it fuzzy, like, okay, hydration pack. Well, but what if I have a vest on, right? but, but no I'm not bladder. using the bladder, right? right? Well, people who have written to Chicago have gotten either a positive, like, yes, you can use it, but it's going to depend on whoever the security person is that you run into and what their interpretation is. Oh, wow. And other times people have gotten responses that, and you know, you see the screenshots that say, no, no vests are allowed. Okay. So even their own people don't, don't know. Don't even have the same And it, it, to me, it is, it is a mess, right? The vest is way more practical. I can carry more. Yeah. It's just easier it's just simpler, right? Yeah. Like I just, there's multiple pockets. and I feel like I've seen people running with vests on at they the do. marathon. They yeah. do. Other marathons don't I have this like, rule. Oh, okay. But I feel like even at Chicago, I mean, we haven't been, I haven't been to Chicago that many times, but maybe I'm just like getting. No, there are, there are yeah. marathon pictures. People have put up pictures of themselves. No, I ran in this and didn't, yeah. didn't have a problem, right? The, the, the problem is this. There's. You don't know who you're going to run into. Right. So now if they take my vest yeah, and I'm trying to stuff whatever's there into my pockets right. for the first two miles like, or three miles till I see you. Yeah. That's not good. And and have you like with the belt like on the side and I got to 
Yeah. Get it. I'm like, that's just dumb. I just don't think that's stress that you need. No. So I will run. And there's a there's an aid station every one to two miles. There, right. A, a marathon is 26.2 miles. Mm-hmm. There are 20 aid stations. Yeah. There are plenty of aid stations to get the water component. Right. It's the other stuff that you need to make sure Right. I have. need to carry the gels and stuff. Right. And then... I'm just I mean, going to take the belt, right? Like, yeah, I, I'm I just, not going to risk that. I wouldn't risk it. It just doesn't seem worth it. It doesn't seem worth it. I mean, but, but in, I do believe Chicago, they need to, they may, they need to make it clear. Like they need to spell it out, make it crystal clear so that, because as a runner, you don't need that. You don't need that uncertainty. You know, you right. just like, you want to go in there with your plan and you don't want to say, well, if I get somebody, then, you know, it's just unnecessary stress on the runners just just make a decision make it clear and be got it's really not that difficult I, I said the same thing it's a world major like this should this is not what you should be worrying about yeah right exactly so i you know and i'm on the you know a couple of different chicago marathon like sites like other mm-hmm. runners and this is one of the big topics that gets just a ton of responses really and most of the other at stuff at this point is either somebody asking hey if you're from chicago where do i eat right a few where should i stay which is hilarious this yeah, close to the this close to the race hopefully. this close to yeah. the race i'm like out by o'hare somewhere and yeah pretty take much the like blue the blue line, line. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you're right by the start there i mean that lets you off pretty darn does. close to the start it's with not the blue a bad line. it's not a bad idea no <laughs> and then uh the other questions typically are people asking things that are in the race guide mm-hmm. and they're just too lazy to read no oh, yeah that's what so why doesn't why don't you go read for me right cut and paste it into a response for me yeah so yeah i don't do that because you know there's lazy and then there's that so yeah that's basically where we're at though we're two weeks out i'm as ready as i'm gonna get yep it, that's it like <laughs> this is the hay is in the barn, as they yeah. say. I need to I need to start mapping out because, like, you know, we have some family and friends that want to come down and cheer you on. And so I need to start mapping out where I'm going to be. And obviously I'm going to have the little one with me because she's so excited to cheer you on. And so I need to make sure that how I'm getting her from point A to point, all the different points is, you know, makes sense for her to be able to go and so I think I'm gonna bring you know she doesn't have a she's too big for a stroller and it's too cumbersome anyway so I think we have a a folding wagon that she likes to ride in and which could also come in handy for me which can come in handy for carrying stuff around but also if I need to no I mean to to roll roll you home yeah Yeah, I will have to look at the weight limit but I'm sure um but if I need to jump on the L it folds it's very compact and I can carry it up the stairs of the L and go where I need to go and I don't feel like I'll be like being in everybody's way with a giant bob stroller that usually is what I'm carrying around so yeah and I Appreciate friends and family coming out to support for sure. Just make sure that you're dressed comfortably, have super comfortable <laughs> shoes. If you like alcohol, maybe a beverage or two, because I'm going to be out there a very long time. I know. I was trying to like with this too, I was kind of like, okay, so, you know, making sure Michaela's got a place to sit and relax. And then I'm like, okay, so what about me? How do, what do I do? It's like, I almost want to get one of those like little folding, um, like 
the little tiny like stools or something like that that like the Dwight Schrute <laughs> standing the standing something so but we'll be fine it'll be good it'll be fun I sent you a link to yeah, a I Chicago athlete so Chicago athlete Mandy Florit posted a viewer's guide if yep. you will to the Chicago Marathon like hey here's the best way to watch the marathon yeah and all the different spots so I definitely would give that mm-hmm a look if you are coming to Chicago as a spectator I think what Mandy has put together is really good and could help guide you around the city yeah. as we make our way 26.2 miles around it yeah I feel like when it comes to the loop area and even the south loop like Chinatown and stuff I'm good about where like good places are but I've never really because we watched your brother, but I've also had other friends run the marathon that I've kind of uh, Prius that I've followed around too, and um, but I've never gone north. And you may not want to because this time that either. it's it's not it's not as like the L. Well, you take the L though. Yeah. Most of the L stops do like you can go north on the L. So we'll see. We'll see. Luckily, she, she, luckily, like you said, I got plenty of time in between yep. the stops. But I want to make sure that we we see you as much as possible. And you need to make sure you tell me when you want to see so that we can, for like refueling and stuff, to make sure that we hit those markers. Yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll be okay. I think I've got a decent plan. And at this point with no time goal, just getting just getting it done and feeling good yep. at this point I'm I'm fine with that of course and I just want to have a decent time out there <laughs> like, yeah I don't exactly. really care how long I'm out there it's exactly just, you just don't want to be miserable, miserable. Yeah. yep <laughs> we, nobody wants you to be miserable <laughs> no especially the people who are around me so yeah I'm uh I'm feeling pretty good about that overall though you know well cool. hopefully today is a harbinger is that the word harbinger of what's to come with feeling good through the race so there we go you know here's the other problem though with i mean you get this now since dave's you know ditching me uh i think a lot when i run so i've had some thoughts oh gosh that i, that I feel like we need to discuss okay one of them it, you know this this whole year this whole like i i've been struggling after especially through a few events of life trying to balance my life and then the diabetes diagnosis Mm -hmm. trying to figure out like where like is alcohol a part of that life right Mm -hmm. and i have not had a drink in quite a while yeah and it it's not a conscious decision really it's just i just haven't drank right and what i realized is sometimes as odd as it seems, like alcohol was like the goal, right? Like I, I got to get to this point in time or I've got to get to this event and then I'm going to drink. Okay. Yep. And it, and I don't think that way anymore, right? So for, for example, we have a trip that we're planning to New Orleans, right? Yeah. I haven't thought about the drinking part of that. Now I've thought about the food. Well, you have to make a reservation for one of the nights for the food. Yes. And I think about like, ooh, oysters and, yeah. you know, jambalaya and etouffee and beignets and all that good stuff. 
So food is still definitely a goal, <laughs> which may be a, a, an issue uh, that I'll examine next. But alcohol as a goal is like gone. And yeah. I think that has been how I've gotten my mindset to change on it. Mm-hmm. I just don't have a desire to go and, and have a drink. Not that I wouldn't. Right. I just, it's just not the first thing on my mind. Now, I might finish the race and go, hey, I want to have a beer or a drink or a glass of, I don't know, champagne. Right. But I might not. Yeah. I I honestly just don't know. No, you won't know until that moment. Which is much, much different. Yeah. Than any other point in my life, given the fact that I've made a living off alcohol for the better part of 18 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. So... I don't know. I just I wanted to share like that piece of it because I know I, I mean, look, we've heard from other people that mm-hmm. they have these struggles too. like where does alcohol fit? Should it fit? Yeah. Should it be part of my life? Do I if it makes life better? Does that make you an alcoholic if you stop drinking? Right. Like <laughs> and those are big things. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it's something that, you know, we talk, I've talked about it. Scotty says on 10 Junk Miles, like, hey, if you stop drinking, your life got better. Like maybe it was an issue. Right. right. Maybe it was a problem. Right. I can honestly say my life is no better. No. Not drinking. Yeah. So I don't think it really was that big of, I, th- I think I made a bigger deal of it in my mind because mm-hmm. of very specific instances where I over, over overindulged. Indulged. Yep. But that's it. So, and you, I mean, you have a drink. I'm sure you had some in Myrtle Beach, but I didn't, you've cut way back. Too. I haven't, I didn't drink that nearly like, so, you know, you're going on a girl's weekend. There's 13 of you. We're staying on the beach. We we bought wine and seltzers and all that stuff to have in the seltzers. Well, uh, to have in the um, in the house and stuff. And you know, it's like we went out to we went on a, a sunset cruise the first night, and they had rum punch and wine to have. And you know, I had you know two drinks, and then I was like, all right. You know, then we got back to the house, and I was like, okay ready for bed now it's like I drank but I didn't drink nearly as much as I would have in the past you know like on a trip like that you know you would definitely have drank a lot more I would have been up all night I would have been drinking but you know it was definitely it was for me it was you know we went out the last day we went and had some lunch I had a Bloody Mary and then everyone's like okay let's have one more drink and I was kind of like I'm like I did, so I had a frozen drink, but like it still wasn't like I don't know, wasn't the first thing. I mean, it sounds like you didn't really want to. So, like, why did you? Well, you have the. I mean, I did. Like, I enjoy having. You know, I had a pina colada. I was like, oh, that it was refreshing. You know, um, and I love a good bloody, and it was spicy, so that's always you know tasty. I mean, I enjoy the taste of it, and I enjoyed it, but I just didn't feel like you know sometimes. Like, oh, let's keep on drinking. Let's do shots and stuff like that. And that wasn't really what I wanted to do. Shot, 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 shot. But we all did one shot for the birthday girl. And so, like, you kind of get, you know, in a situation like that, you're kind of like, you're not pressured, but you are, right? And when you're in a situation like that. So, but, you know, you just kind of get one glass of wine and you let it last for five hours basically (laughs) (laughs) which is what I did I poured myself a glass of wine so I didn't have to you know explain that I didn't want to drink and you know I just sipped it for several hours and that was it red wine 
was red wine. Okay. I mean, if you're going to sip something for hours, I'm yeah. hoping it's red and not. Yeah, no. Not but we did go. Sparkling. But I, so I, we went to the beach and they're like, oh, everyone's like, oh, let's bring something. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to want to bring, you know, a tr- we had Trulies and stuff. I'm like, but we had a rose. I'm like, oh, I'll bring rose. I'm like, what can I put the rose in where it won't get hot? So I had my hydro flask. <laughs> so I put it in my head. It stayed nice and cold. But nice. then, like, for like the next day, it had a slight tint of rose still. <laughs> flavored waters it are was in. Flavored water for the next 24 hours. Flavored so. waters are in. <laughs> nice. So. Well, that's good. All right. So are we ready for my next thing that I okay. thought about? Yep. The next thing I thought about that is that and these kind of go together that it's okay to be like lost, right? Like you can be at a point in your life that you feel lost. It, it's okay. I, I feel like, and this is the corollary, society doesn't allow for a break. Mm-hmm. Like we got to know everything that we're doing and everything that we are like at all times. So we've got to take the initiative, right? To To kind of step back. And the reason I'm thinking about that, right, is I get a lot of like, Hey, what do you do? Or what are you doing? Or, yeah. And I, I, I mean, I'm in my fifties, early fifties, and I don't know necessarily what I'm going to do or what I want to do next <laughs> in any aspect. Right. But we are luckily in a situation where I can have this feeling it's okay, but it, and it's okay to be lost, but it doesn't mean that I'm not productive. Right. right. So the last part of this that kind of goes together, I guess these all three go together, is that I'm not necessarily lazy, right? Because lazy is the enemy of our most precious resource, which is time. So you could be lost, but still be productive, right? It's it's when it paralyzes you, which it, ha- it did at one point mm-hmm. for me, that's where it becomes an issue. Yeah. Right? So these are like the unfortunate deep thoughts that happen <laughs> when my headphones run out of juice yeah we need to make sure we have like backups for you for this for the marathon well, i'm gonna i'm gonna have the case charge i'm gonna bring the case with me like i <laughs> that's where another like the vest would have been so much easier i'm gonna i'm gonna be really crowded in my i i like to call the fuel belt my fanny pack your fanny pack yeah, yeah. well that's kind of like a fanny little pack. shout out to the late 80s yeah the fanny pack uh but yeah i, I don't know like you have a path like it with your career so it's yeah. so much easier and that's what's accepted right i'm gonna sneeze here oh fantastic oh did, away from the microphone good I job i did i did good job okay uh and it's like what you're doing and like the way you're doing it that's what's expected right yeah but the way i'm doing things like it's so foreign oh yeah they never come with one i knew another one was coming <laughs> there could be a third sometimes a fourth but it's always at least two Always. Okay. So anyway, that's that's it. I just wanted to share my thoughts really. Deep thoughts. Deep thoughts. Is that the is that the um the segment? Pete's deep thoughts. Yeah, nobody needs this. We're already getting in dangerous territory here where <laughs> I'm sharing really esoteric crap that goes through my mind <laughs> while I'm running, right? So that's just not good. Well not that's good. how you came up with the podcast. It is, which is you know, also a terrible idea. 160 episodes later. I know. I know. You know, 
I mean, it might end on 162. We just don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, you have to do a recap, right? Yeah, and and I've and uh, Karen's agreed to come on and recap her hundred that she's oh, doing nice. too. So that's great. And I've got to stay with Rob. Rob and I have to record a few more too. Right, with his where we're journey. talking to you about you know getting to his hundred and and everything. So. Yeah, I mean, I know that that I have locked and loaded for after the race. You know yeah. where I'm going with to West Virginia to to hang out with Rob and and Karen. Yeah, Rob r- running, Karen and I supporting, which is great. Yeah, but I actually don't have anything else really. I mean, I guess next May I I signed up for the half marathon again right. at the Sugar Badger, but that's yeah. just we do that as a family now. Yeah, like that's just what yeah, we that's do. Part of our it's our what is that? Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, blame Scott. So that's, yeah, that's what's going on. But yeah, that's, I don't know what if you have any thoughts or on my thoughts, but that's what's been going on in my head, unfortunately. Nothing? Nothing. Right. You got nothing else tonight? A nice brief show? No, I don't. Except speaking of Scott, um, I wore my 10 Junk Mile sweatshirt. Your run TJM. My run TGM on um on my flight over to Manila. I got quite quite a few questions. Did you? <laughs> I did. It was cold and then like it was cold in the on the I slept actually slept with it. It's very comfortable. Did you pick up some more listeners in the Philippines for ten junk miles? Is that what I, I, you're saying? I'm hoping I'm hoping I did for Scotty. It would be nice, but I'm not sure they fully understood what it was. But <laughs> I no did. no runners in the group, huh? No, there was no runners. I don't know how you... I mean, you can't run in the global city there. Like, it's too crazy. You Like, people don't stop. Like, there's... <laughs> they. It's Yeah, it's pretty dangerous, but... I mean, it's an island. They got to have... Well, a series of islands. Well, they... there. So, when I was there, there was actually... They were getting ready for a marathon. So, they had it all. They were... There was some marathon. I think it was a marathon. It was a marathon or a half. Um, but there was one coming up that weekend that they were, you know, blocking off streets and stuff. And I'm just thinking, I'm looking at the streets that they're blocking off and they're like potholes and all this stuff. I'm like, this is like a trail run for you guys. You know, if you were to go over there, it'd be it's treacherous terrain. But Actually, I think the didn't the Philippines just get hit with a, I think, a typhoon? Uh, Japan was being threatened typhoon noru smashes into the philippines oh yeah huh usually we get must not be on our side because usually we get notifications as managers of people that are there yeah i I don't think it was near manila yeah but it's uh well when i was still tragic when i very very well it's typhoon season i mean it's the raining season there so they were like when i was making my plans they're like gretchen we hope we don't have a typhoon when you're here and i said me too (laughs) and um when when i was on my way back i'm getting all these alerts from the travel agency saying there's one headed towards japan if you're flying after the seven on the 17th or after you might want to rethink well i was flying through japan on the 16th so i'm like oh thank goodness and i was i got right through obviously since i'm here but there was that like I just had this like thought, I'm like, great, I'm going to be stuck. <laughs> I've never been to, you know, Tokyo, so that could be, but not in a typhoon. I'm pretty sure that would right. not have been fun. Yeah. So. All right. Well, the last thing I want to bring up is the fact that tonight we tried 
uh, euros from the Costco. From the Costco, yeah. And they were decent. They were. I thought it was pretty good. It was Euro decent. meat. It was good. It Very was good. simple to pre- prepare. You just throw it in a pan and. You got eat nice it up. crispiness on it. I did get some crispy. I like a little crispy on my Euro meat. Yep. Yep. So that was fun. We had a, a little semi creek night. Yeah, we had salad with Thousand Island dressing. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have it all. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. It was nice. Uh, I guess the one other thing I will bring up is I've, uh, I'm really sad that basically we went through our third beta fish already. Yeah. And Sorry. I don't like the fact that Michaela basically doesn't call me daddy anymore. She just looks at me and says, fish killer. <laughs> so. Which is terrible. And, and this one was my fault. I got distracted and... I, I just, I didn't do what I needed to do in changing the water in the tank. Yeah. And unfortunately, the fish paid the price. Yeah. I have fixed it. I have now, think I've learned 78 <laughs> lessons. <laughs> on how not to kill. On how not to kill a, a beta fish or beta yeah. fish, however you want to say it. But I am, I just, it, when your child starts crying. <laughs> well. Oh my gosh, it was heartbreaking. It's... I just felt so bad. And. I don't know. Like, I feel like everybody else just puts them in a tank and everything's fine. <laughs> and here I'm trying to do all the right stuff. And I uh. I land and turn my phone air, off airplane mode and, you know, text messages come through and your long one about the fish comes through and I'm just like, oh, and then I get a voice message from Michaela and she's crying, mommy, sorry, he died. And, you know, people on the plane are, you know, with my friends and like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, another fish died. They're like, again? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, what happened? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, this is just like the worst luck we have possible. No. And so then, of course, they're all, you know, dog and cat lovers. They're like, well, you know, it's a lot harder to kill a dog and cat. And I'm like, no, no. Still not ready to go that route. So, yeah, uh, I know. And I've had dreams of a big fish tank, but I don't know. I don't. Killing one fish at a time is bad. <laughs> killing schools of them is just rude. <laughs> just take out the whole whole species. Well, I mean, I feel like if I'm going to have a tank that big, I would need, like, if it, like, it'd have to be good meat or something for us to <laughs> have to be nutrition or. I don't know. Maybe it could be good for the plants. I, I'm just so bad at this and I have no idea why. There's there's a lot of things I'm bad at in life yeah. and I can accept it. But being a fish killer, <laughs> I really, I mean, and I do feel bad. Like I don't want any. Right. No. Like I'm not a pet person overall. Right. But I don't want to see an animal suffer. Right. Right. As I eat meat. But yeah. um, I don't. I don't want that, right? Which is one of the reasons I won't have a dog or a cat at this point in my life. Yeah. Because I'm not good. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't want them around. I love other people's. Same with babies. Other people's <laughs> are great. No more for me. Yeah. So. Well, we were at this festival in um, Myrtle Beach, and it was an Italian-Irish festival. Yeah. It was really cool. Oh, they had. The, the Italian. They had the donuts. They had the sausage and peppers. I mean, it was just like, ugh. But then they had a pet adoption area and they had the puppies. Oh, boy. And then they had the kittens. Oh, no. And um, our friend Don and I are looking at these kittens and I'm like, 
Oh my. And they're so cute. And there was like an orange and um, stripe one. And there were like little ones that looked remind me of angel. And I was like, Oh, I mean, my heart was just like, cause you just want them to get adopted, but they were so darn cute. I'm sure they would have been adopted by the end of the day, but obviously I didn't. Right. Well, um, but I do hope, I mean, I don't want to see an animal in a shelter either. Well, right? no, no. But I'm, I mean, they were, there was tons of people looking for information and stuff like that. So I'm, that's probably why they do these at these events. I mean, I would think that, right. you know, to get the support, but then they had a, a puppy kissing booth. Oh boy. <laughs> so it was cute. Anyways. Puppy yoga. Do they go all in I on know, this? All in, all in. But the, the Irish, uh, Italian Irish festivals, they had really good food there did you get any irish soda bread no but i did have a bloody mary there too <laughs> drinking up a storm over there i know i know well that's, that was like yeah that's at least four i've counted yes it's about <laughs> over you know two day three day weekend let me tell you party animal all right we'll let you off the hook we'll wrap it up and give the listeners a break with a mere 45 ish minutes of, hey, of that's this a, that's good all right You've been listening to episode 160 of the Fat Man Chronicles, FMC Run Chicago, chapter 30. Two weeks to the race. The music is You Got Me Wrong by Safar. You can find us on social if you really want to. Reach out, ask questions. Uh, We do get that every once in a while, which is nice. Share it with somebody who needs to get an update on Gretchen because, you know, you finally did. Other than that, everyone get out there and be better today. I was not hiding. I was unsure. And now-